Can you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! What a maneuver! Bye 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 Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. You already know it's by the sound of my voice. That's right, your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine. JT back in this piece once again. And of course, I am rolling with the co host first and foremost. Let's go in and say hello to El Jefe, El Papa, holding it down. You know, gotta have this podcast. We can't do it without, you know, El Capitan, El Cheech in the building. Hello, my fellow citizens. What's going on? El Cheech in La Casa, deep in Iran. So, don't mind me. Yeah. And, of course, coming through in the clutch with the clutch play. I mean, coming through like, you know, the Miami Heat did the Boston in Game 7, being real clutch. We got uh, Mr. Casanova. What's going on? Just chilling. And like Mr. Cheech over there said, deep in Iran. Well, that makes two out of three of us. That's cool. Uh, Well, we back. So, I know... Caught us on YouTube last time. I said that we'll be back. New everything, new logo, new music, new intro, new countdown. Well, that's not ready, people. Not yet. And when it does get ready, you'll see these beautiful faces on the tizzoo. But until then, we'll be coming live in effect right inside your podcasts, inside your ear. Speaking of podcasts, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. And make sure you do that with everywhere that we're available, whether that be the Book of Faces, Twitter, IG. You can definitely find us, of course, on uh, places like Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn. Find us on Anchor. Uh, you can also find us on damn near every single podcast app that's available. Just go ahead and follow and subscribe. Don't forget about Podbean. You know, you don't want to forget about Amazon Music. You don't want to forget about iHeart. You know, we everywhere, man. Uh, but look, a lot's been going on. We definitely got to talk about it, man. We had a hell of a weekend. We had not one, not two, not three, but damn near four pay-per-views, or should I say three pay-per-views? Should I say two pay-per-views and two premium live events? Uh, you had that go on. We had some news that came out. Uh, rumors and news. Let's go. Let's go ahead and hop right into the rumors and news. So, rumors and news. Uh, people been wondering where Alexa Bliss has been. Well, it was announced that she is expected, and the baby should be coming out sometime in December, dropping like an album. Congratulations to Alexa Bliss. <laughs> the one thing we know. <laughs> Follow. Well, hey, but check this out. Uh, someone put online, right? Every time Oscar works with somebody, they get pregnant. So my thing is, is there something in that green mist that she be spitting that, that just make them extra fertile right after the fact? You got to <laughs> think about it. You know, she worked with Becky. She worked with uh, she worked with Carmella. Carmella recently announced, you know, not too long ago, uh, announced hers. Uh, I think she worked with uh, Lacey Evans, right? Hit her with the miss. Mm-hmm. Pregnant. Uh, so this is, that's great. Well, you know, that's a different story, bro. That's a different story. 
you know, me and me and Naya still trying. Uh, we still trying, brother. Um, and she recently <laughs> worked worked with uh, Bianca Belair. So all I'm saying is, um, Montez, man, you may want to wrap it up. Just saying. Um, not only that, guess who else announced that they were pregnant? Who? S Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, or whatever she calls herself now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, announced that, was... that double or nothing. Yeah, double or nothing in the main event. You know what I mean? He took the time. I guess it was clever because you know everybody's looking at them, but I think it's stupid. Yeah, I mean everyone's just you know getting pregnant. You know what that tells me? Wrestling is raw. Okay, all these wrestlers are raw dogging. We all know that they <laughs> like it raw. Uh, they don't want yes. no bun on their their hot dog. They want just straight meat. Straight yes. meat, no protection. Yo, yo send them a shout out. <laughs> Smacking it raw. Yo, shout out to Smacking It Raw, man. Apparently, everybody is Smacking It Raw because everybody is pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know that's that's what's going on there. So you know, congratulations to all the pregnant superstars. You know, hoping that everyone has a uh, successful pregnancy and we're able to welcome these babies into the world in the upcoming month. Also, in rumors and news, it was announced just yesterday on Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite. Speculated. It was speculated for the longest. CM Punk is official like a whistle. Uh, the he chick will be magnet. Yes, the chick magnet, the cookie monster. If you, if you want to use that one, you know. But yeah, he's going to be a uh, part of AEW Collision June seventeenth, right there inside the shy at the All State Arena. So it's so official. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think they should have hold uh, on it? Oh, it was the right thing to move. Tickets. Listen. If you try to move that dope, which is this, in this case, we're talking about tickets, I say, why not announce it? You should announce it the first day that you talked about the show because we already knew it, it wasn't it wasn't like it was a secret. You know what I'm saying? Like between between the rumor in the windows and the dirt sheets and everything like that, it was already heavily speculated that mm -hmm. CM Punk was going to be a part. He recently signed, according to the dirt sheets, Google that shit, as we like to say. He signed that NDA along with a few other people about it. So it's already been speculated. I would announce this the very same week that they announced Collision. That's just me. But, you know, anticipation, you know, Tony Khan got to have a, a major announcement every week. Got to be so great. That's a Tony Cantana. Tony Cantana, a.k.a. the cocaine there. No, we, we, that's Tony Jones because, like, fucking, he had the Indiana Jones hat on the other day. Yeah, did you see him? Had the hat on <laughs> the shit. Like, look, looking like a real cocaine cowboy. But listen, that's not that. that that's not the point. That's not the point. Uh, you know, so we we know that that's happening. Uh, also, in rumors of news, on the rumor side, Jordan Grace, free agent. Recently finished up her contract with Impact Wrestling. You got mm -hmm. a few places that she can end up. She can end up inside the E, uh, whether that be on the main roster or NXT. Or she can end up on the AEW train. Where do you all see her? Man, I could see her actually perhaps New Japan since, you know, uh, the, big, the big guns, you know, over there with the girls and shit. And she could still... Um, 
go international. I guess she want to make uh, other endeavors that she has. You know what I mean? Like on the fitness side and shit. But I don't think AEW will be a sign because um, I would think didn't her husband left in bad turns, I would say. Yeah, but, you know, said not not to say that, you know, that fucked it up for her. I mean, you know, totally. No, I'm saying about- it wouldn't. Not not that fucked it up for her, but if she's willing to go. Listen, if the money right, she just might. Uh that that's the whole thing. It also gotta be a creative uh a creative uh you know uh agreement when it comes to her character. I just think a person like that, you know, she's a bodybuilder, she fitness competition model, uh the whole nine yards, that's a lot that you bring to the table as bringing future investors into the product. So that's great. You know what I'm saying? I can see her. Well, I ain't going to talk about where I can see her. Uh, Mr. Casanova, what what do you see her at? I don't think it's going to be WWE, honestly, because, well, everybody knows what happens to stars that go to that company. Some of them get used really well, and the rest of them just get shit on day in and day out. And keep taking the mills. So I think if she's going to go anywhere, it's going to be basically AEW slash ROH. Oh, okay. Well, maybe more so on the ROH side because that's usually where her husband was wrestling. True. True. But I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in, man. I mean, there's possibilities what you can do with the character. I mean, second coming of China, if you want to go that route, you know, as far as being this, you know, this amazingly strong woman, like, that will be cool. Uh, also, on the rumors and news side, rumors and news, rumors and news, uh, Ryback teasing that he may be joining AEW Collision. Man, that's not either rumor or news. That's Basuda! He, he he's trying to, you know, keep his name relevant. Didn't he put out a challenge? Yeah, he, he put out a challenge on Twitter, you know, with the vote, retire and slam with AEW. And a whamming 90% said retire. So. No, 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 no. He, the, the one, he just post, tw- posted something about uh, wanting to <laughs> fight Gover for a retirement match. Listen, that's gonna be the most uncoordinated match ever. I can't wait to see it. No, that's and the I, thing. That he, he's, you know, he's trying to do, you know, put. Uh, like I said, keep his name out there, man. Ain't nobody want to see that motherfucker. Skip. No. Nobody want to see Skip Sheffield. Anybody come to see you, Otis? You know what I'm saying? Like anybody go see that shit. Uh, but the last rumor news, I'm gonna go ahead and touch on. Inside the wrestling field, uh, not in the wrestling field, I guess you could say, but you got the return of The Rock to the Fast and Furious franchise. Ironically, he still hasn't made a return date to WWE, so we know you're all about that movie star check right now, which is understandable. Go in and get your bag, but don't forget where you came from, Dwayne. We've been waiting on your ass last couple years, bro. What's going on? You disappointed me in Hollywood. You disappointed me the year before that. 
if it does happen, do? it's gonna be uh it's gonna be one. It's not gonna be a big storyline. Nah, yeah. to me, to me, it's gonna be one of them. What if, like, it was there and it didn't happen? You know what I mean? Like, a la Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan at a Romania. You know what I mean? It's like we're never gonna get that match. Yep, that's exactly what it is, and that's what it's gonna be. Uh, speaking of what it's gonna be, uh, we spoke about it earlier on the top of the show. Yeah, we had two premium live events, two pay-per-views. Uh, I'm really just going to talk about the meat and potatoes. I ain't about to go through all these matches, match for match, bar for bar, bar for bar, word for word. We ain't about to do that uh, at all. What we are going to do is we're going to run through this shit faster than milk runs through the last <laughs> of tall in person. So, with that being said, we had Under Siege. Uh and I'm just going to give you the results real quick. And we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about the matches. Not the matches, but um, we'll talk about what, what stood out to us. I guess you could say. Uh, what stood out to us. So, let's talk about it. We had Under Siege. Here are the matches as follows in no particular order. Yeah, the World Championship match. Uh, Steve McClain going up against PCO. You had the Knockouts World Heavyweight Championship match. You had Deanna Peraza going to push your race. You had ABC. Easy as one, two, three. I'm talking about, of course, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, uh, going up against uh, Subculture uh, within Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, you had the X Division Championship being defended between Trey Miguel and Chris Sabin. You had a number one contenders match. Uh, Alex Shelley, Eddie Edwards, Frankie Cazari, and Jonathan Gresham, Moose. Uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Yuya Umarin, I, I can't pronounce that shit. Uh, sue me, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you had a six man tag, Rich Swan, Simi Callie, and Jake Christ going up against the design with Diener, uh, Angels, and uh, Big Con. And you had Trinity versus Giselle Shaw, Nick Aldis versus Kenny King, and for the Digital Media Championship, you had Joe Henry going up against Dirty Dango. These are, of course, pre-show matches. Uh, listen, I'm not even going to hold y'all. Let's talk about the matches that stood out to us, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you the two matches that stood out for me, probably for everybody. It had to have been the heavyweight championship match with Steve McLean. And it had to have been uh, Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace. Uh, that's no disrespect to everybody else who had a match. They did great. You know, the tag team wrestling was great. But let's talk about it. No particular order. Let's talk about the men's match. Steve McLean never got this type of a push when he was signed to the machine out there in uh, Stanford, Connecticut. This guy looks like a whole entire different wrestler. Like, a whole entire different person. And I never knew he was capable of looking like a star. Mm -hmm. And he's believable as their world heavyweight champion. I mean, he had a hell of a challenger in PCO. Uh, there was more blood than the John Moxley match. I mean, there's, there's not much 
bad you could talk about this match at all. I mean, even at one point, didn't he staple PCO's mouth? Bro, he stapled his fucking mouth. That shit went through his gums, son. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. The overkill, brother. The overkill. So, what... If you had, if you could take away anything from this match and add something to this match, what would you uh, do? Let's go with Cheech first. I mean, I don't think there's nothing to add. You know, I mean, it's just you could see PCO high tolerance and pain, and he kept going back. And man, it seems like every time this guy hard pump, you know, like blood squared out. You know what I mean? And Talk about a crimson mask, you know, and like it was crazy. And then what happened at the end with uh, Bubba Ray and you know Dia Moore, you know, going through a table set on fire, you know what I mean? It's like yo, that shit, that shit, that shit, crazy. You know what I mean? Like I, I actually enjoyed it, you know what I mean? And um, as we, you know, going to. Um, impact man, they're a hidden gem, man. They just need to. The only thing, it, it, it for them to be in another channel, or perhaps they should go to a streaming service because you know they they own the, the they own the channel. You know the people that own Impact, so it makes sense. But still, it's still not getting no traction. It's like a hidden gem, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Mr. Casanova, same question applies to you. If you could take something away add, add away, uh, or add to this match, what would you do? I mean, Macklin is definitely the type of guy expected shit from. And I think once they gave him time in the spotlight, he definitely changed himself around as a person, but as a talent too. He's an ex-Marine too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and uh, well, with that being said, you could totally play the disgruntled marine uh, character really well, and if that's what he's doing, it's fucking working because there's no way he could have been a face. That guy just does not have the ability to be a face. He just looks like somebody that's naturally angry, so it kind of makes his character what it is. <laughs> but yeah, the match was fucking sick, man. I mean, PCO's got to be what in his mid fifties, almost like sixty now or something, and the dude's still taking bumps and. The way he sold that whole match, it was definitely like something out of a horror movie, but brought to life. Yeah, that's one that's thing that he does. That's one thing that he does. He definitely uh, has the ability to transcend horror into the into the actual wrestle wrestling match. But uh, Steve Macklin, I don't know if I called him McLean. I think I did. But Steve Macklin, uh, like I told you. Like I said before, he just, I don't know, he just feels different. And I like this for impact. It's not something that you're used to seeing. You know, and it's he, look, he looked like he belongs, right? He looked like he belongs in the main event picture. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have never seen that in WWE. Never. Not in 100 years. I would have never seen that. He kind of reminds me of uh, he kind of reminds me of like how Matt Morgan was when he was in TNA slash Impact. I mean, granted, Matt Morgan's a bigger fucking guy and he's like jacked, like pretty much all the way around. But it's just like that strongman role. Like I'm pissed off, you fuck with me, I'm gonna whoop your ass type deal. Like he just has that like 
locker room leadership coming through him, even though he's like, you know, a younger guy. And uh, he hasn't been like who he is now back in WWE days. Like they never really gave him time to shine. Oh, that whole little click that they had going was kind of a, a corny, um, what you call it, stable. I didn't like it. But now as he transitioned into who he is, it's just magic with him right now. I hope that he holds that title for a long time. He doesn't have to lose it to some bullshit. I actually hope they, like, you no. know, ride this character out and see where they go with it. I'm with it, bro. I'm definitely with it. Uh, of course, he comes out on top. And, of course, with the other matches, I'm going to give you the results with that before we talk about the women's match. Of course, uh, ABC wins. They retain the titles. Trey Miguel retains the X Division Championship. Number one contender ends up being Alex Shelley. Uh, and then inside the triple threat match, Rich Swan, Sammy Callahan, and Jake Christ defeated the design. Trinity defeated defeated uh, Giselle. Uh, Nick Aldis defeated Kenny King. Uh, Joe, Joe Henry uh, defeated Dirty Dango. And Country Russ, Rush, the former uh, Rosemary, defeated... Uh, Sorry, uh, the former Rosemary and Jessica defeated the Coven inside the pre-show match. Let's get to this women's match. Of course, we said Deanna Perrazzo and Jordan Grace stood out. Um, same question applies. One thing that you can uh, take away and one thing that you would add, let's start off with uh, Mr. Casanova first. I mean, I thought it was an awesome match. I mean, women's wrestling back when we were younger, like it was starting to break through, but I still think like the fan base still doesn't give the women's division, like the recognition they deserve. Like these two ladies, like completely killed it together. It was like, like really well, I'm sure they, they could be friends in real life. I don't know, but I'm just saying like, it's just the chemistry that they gave off in this match. Like they really knew each other. Like they were fighting, like to prove a point here. And now, like you said earlier, Jordan Grace is a free agent. So, Diana Praz has got a lot of time. She's a she was a champion in the past. You know she's still in the higher ranks in the uh, women's division. So I definitely think that this was a, a really dope match. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with you, El Cheech. With what? Same question applies. One thing take away. One thing that you would add to this women's match. Oh no! I, I mean. It it was great because I actually didn't see Jordan Grace losing. You know what I mean? I thought she was actually going on top, and there were some false finishes. But Diana Parasso, Jersey, Jersey, stand up. She she she's a real one. You know what I mean? So um, she won. So oh, we'll we'll be seeing a mixed championship belt and seeing an impact soon. Oh, yeah, we'll be sitting there real soon. Speaking of real soon, man, uh, you go to Saturday, and you got double pay-per-views going on, man. So, I'm sorry, a premium live event and a pay-per-view, if, since everybody want to be technical. Uh, then, uh, no, Saturday, Saturday it was a long show. You had Night of Champions and out there in Saudi. So go through this real quick with the with the matches. Uh, you had Seth versus AJ Styles World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins comes out on top on that one. 
You also had uh, inside the next match, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus comes out on top with the assist from Zoe Stark. Uh, you also have Mustafa Ali versus Gunther. Gunther comes out on top. Didn't expect anything different. Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the uh, for the the Raw Women's Championship. Still don't make no sense. We'll see what happens with that. We had Asuka come out on top. Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. That shit was over as fast as the entrances. You had Rhea Ripley, of course. Uh, Brock versus Cody. Brock Lesnar coming out on top to a passed out Cody Rhodes. Then you had the main event of the night. Uh, Sami Zayn's KO versus Roman Reigns and Solo's Sokoa for the tag team titles. And, of course, if you've been paying attention to the internet, you do know who won that match, Sammy and KO. Now, let's talk about the two matches that stood out for the night. I'll give you my two real quick, and I don't know if y'all agree, but if if you if you're not saying Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn KO versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, that's one of them. If you're not saying for that second match uh, that stood out is the World Heavyweight Championship, I don't know what we're even talking about. So let's go ahead and start this off. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the World Heavyweight Championship match. Um, where did you see this? And did you have any inkling or any type of um, idea or even uh, even any type of uh, doubt that Seth Rollins wasn't going to walk out as heavyweight champion? Anybody? Do you have any idea? I mean, did, did you think that Seth was going to lose that match, uh, El Cheech? No. The writing was on the wall. Yeah. Even though, you know, could have been a swear, but, you know what I mean, like AJ Styles, what they could do, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you know, homeboy, you know, movie, about to come out in a movie and all that stuff, so. I think it was the right decision, but to give the belt more credibility, that match should have been the main event. That I agree with. I agree with that 1,000%. What about you, Cass? Casanova. Did you think for one moment that AJ Styles was going to walk out as champion? No, I mean he already he already has enough, uh, you know, stardom in in the wrestling business. He didn't need it. I mean, granted, for world champions in you know many different promotions, and you know AJ Styles was like the man in Japan. So I think with all the stardom he has, I mean, yeah, it 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 could have made sense if he would have got it, but I knew he wasn't going to get it. I mean, he was just there basically to, like, you know, do what he does, put on a great match, but also help Seth Rollins get the same, like, heat slash stardom that, you know, he does. So these two in the ring together, they're a little bit apart in age, but you know what? They still work perfectly. Uh, AJ Styles, for, like, you know, how long he's been in the business, still reminding me of, like, you know, early impact days. Well, I should say TNA because that's what he used to be called, but he just still wrestles like he used to wrestle 
in TNA. Nothing about mm. him for changes. He never puts on a bad match. Mm. Well, I agree with both of y'all. Uh, not for one moment did I think AJ, AJ South was going to win this match. They definitely did a good job telling the story with this match uh, as far as it goes. Uh, AJ Styles doesn't get enough credit for just being that well technically sound inside the ring. I mean, coming off of an injury, still being able to keep up uh, inside this match. I mean, there's a few moments where you thought, especially when he hit that pedigree on Seth Rollins, I'm like, okay, he cooking now. So this may be an instance of, you know, maybe maybe they're gonna change the whole the whole nine yards. You know, he, he got to go film this movie. So maybe maybe Seth Rollins does it. Maybe Seth Rollins doesn't win. You know, maybe maybe he maybe he doesn't. You know, maybe he's not able to to, to catch the W, so to speak. So that was one of my things. Like I didn't know if he was gonna win or not. You know, that, that was my whole thing. Uh, but. I will say this. Um, it was definitely a big moment uh, for Seth Rollins inside Saudi Arabia. Had the whole entire crowd singing his song. Uh, nobody, I mean, there's nobody else you could have put that belt on besides Cody. I mean, if you really wanted to do something for the Raw brand, that is. Uh, but that's my takeaway from it. Let's talk about the second match. You had, of course, the bloodline going up against KO and Sammy. Now, this has been telegraphed. I mean, it's pretty much they've been setting you up for this for like months and months, even a whole entire year. The I'm not, I'm getting tired of this word implosion, so I'm just gonna put it like this: the breakup of the bloodline, so to speak. So we had a course of the match. They accidentally super kick Solo Sokoa. Jimmy tries to apologize to Roman. Roman mushes him. I'm sorry, Jay tries to apologize to Roman. Uh, Roman mushes Jay. Jay comes... Roman, Roman mushes Jay. Jimmy comes in, uh, super kicks him. Say, I'm doing what you should have done years ago. Super kicks him again, gets him outside the ring. Solo gets caught off guard. He ends up taking the pin. One, two, three. They walk out as uh, they retain the championship. So, for one moment, did you think that Roman and Solo were going to win the titles? Or did you already know going in that Sammy and KO was going to win? I mean, I kind of called how that match was going to end. I said that, you know, the next time it, the match meant something, like, you know, goal was on the line, Usos were going to cost, you know, the championship. Didn't matter if it was his actual championship, like the universal, undisputed, whatever the hell you want to call it. It wouldn't have mattered if it was that one, but instead it ended up being the tag team belts that were on the line, so it kind of made sense that, you know, they were going to cost him the match, but in the same sense, you know, that was Jimmy's way of saying, you know, I'm tired of the bullshit and you treating us like crap. And because, you know, Jay, he's, he's loyal. He's main event. Jay, he was the first one along with, uh, you know, Roman that was actually, you know, a wrestler 
not like Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's just there for show, cutting great promos and being his, like, you know, sinister self. So <clears throat> it was a great match. The setup was amazing. And I kind of figured it was going to be Jimmy over Jay just because he's been holding shit in for a while. And, you know, Jay's just keep taking it like, you know, he's the number one guy. So whatever bullshit the tribal chief is going to give you, you're going to deal with it. But Jimmy's like, nah, man, fuck that. I'm not taking this shit from you. And I'm definitely not going to let my brother take it either. I feel it. I definitely feel it. And remember, when he came in, he said, I ain't my brother. I ain't nobody's bitch. Exactly. And he definitely proved that. He definitely proved the man. He definitely proved it. I'm definitely glad that was able to happen. You know, that that's happened. Uh, it's about time. I, I've enjoyed this storyline thus far. It's been great. But uh, when... But when Solo sold that the super kick, man, like I honestly thought he was gonna fly through the ropes, man, just because he kept like going backwards. I was like, oh shit, he's gonna go through. It was just the perfect timing. Like he was caught off guard, and it just like you know you're seeing like you know the birds like in the cartoon floating over someone's head when they get clunked on the head. He was just like all shocked, and I mean the whole match was like perfect from start to finish. Whoever booked it, kudos to you. Dope match. They have very good match, man. I don't know who booked it. I'll find that out later. But they definitely booked the uh, a Academy Award winning performance. They definitely did that. Uh, let's go ahead and get to, of course, let's go ahead and get to Double or Nothing. Um, went down on Sunday. No, let's talk about Battleground. Because you have Battleground and Double None going on at the same damn time. Gotta love it. Wrestling 25-8. Need a whole extra day to just catch up on this shit. Uh, but let's talk about Battleground. So Battleground, as follows, man. Uh, you had, in no particular order, I'm just going to go down the line. You had the North American Championship. Wesley, Joe Gacy, Tyler Bate, Triple Threat. Uh, of course, Wesley comes out on top. Excellent match. You had the Heritage Cup. Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. And uh, Noam Dar came out on top. He came out on top uh, with some help. Uh, had some help there from Lash Legend and uh, Miss Jackson. Woo! Uh, had, had a little bit of help there. And I just like the fact that um, they are using these two women, two beautiful women, and just know Noam Dar has always had a pass to come to the barbecue and cook out. It started out with Alicia Fox. Now he got two, two baddies on the side. Uh, but, yeah, he went ahead and got that. He had a last man standing between Dragunov and Dijak. Uh, of course, Dragunov comes out on top in the awesome match. Uh, yeah, the tag team match. Gallus going to the brothers for the tag team titles. Guess what? Gallus retained the titles. Uh, you also had the women's championship, Tiffany Stratton going up against, uh, how do you pronounce this girl's last name? Valkyria. Valkyria. So both women in a position to be crowned the new women's champion. Of course, Stratton comes out on top. You have Braun Breaker going up against Melo for the championship. Melo retains. And so, what two matches stood out to you? 
what you got, Mr. Casano? What two matches stood out? I mean, honestly, like we were talking about before, like, you know, in the back room, um, the whole pay-per-view was solid. Like, I really didn't care too much for Noam Dar and Dragon Lee's match. I know Dragon Lee's a dope talent. Seen him do other things in other promotions. Online, of course. Um, but the whole the whole show was solid. For this being, like, the building, the building uh, station for like all these wrestlers that are eventually going to main event. Like they sure worked their asses off, and they made it look natural, like some organic shit. They didn't make it look like scripted, like you know when we could just tell that oh yeah, this shit's going to happen because it just looks like it's going to happen like that. Like this looked natural, like like old school, like attitude era shit. Not trying to compare it to the two, but it just had that natural feeling to it where it made you believe doing. So I mean, mellow. I'm grateful that he's the champion because I've said it before in the past and other shows, Braun Breaker should have never been the champ. Didn't want him to be, but it is what it is. Um, and Wesley winning, that was uh, another one. That he's done stuff in uh, Impact. He was an M- MLW. And I was, I've been watching him for a couple of years, and the guy is just going to be like – in that next division on a mountain by himself. He just has so much talent. He's not just a high flyer. Like he can wrestle too, just like, you know, straight mat wrestling. Like he's really great at what he does. Okay. So that's one match that you got. You said Wesley, you said Wesley in the triple threat match. And you said, uh, Mello. Yeah. Mello and, uh, Braun breaker. You know what? I ain't even mad at that. That's actually a real good, real good comparison, man. It's a very good comparison. Uh, I'm have to agree with you on that. I'm have to agree. Uh, those two matches are the ones that stood out for me, actually. And when you look at it, let's let's go ahead and talk about it. Wesley, uh, like you said, to just piggyback off it, man. This man has been everywhere, but the electric chair, you know, did his thing on the Indies, of course, the Impact. Uh, part of the part of the rascals uh, had a great run there. Now you know, unfortunate events. He had to become a solo star, and he's been killing it as a solo star, man. Uh, longest reign of a North American Championship today, you know. So he's outreigned everyone who's held that North American Championship. That's big, uh, you know, considering the fact of the names that he had to follow up behind. People like a Ricochet, people like a Velveteen Dream. People like a, uh, when I say Velveteen, I'm talking about the wrestler. I ain't talking about Patrick Clark, the guy that's all the bullshit. I'm talking about the wrestler. Uh, you know, you have people like Adam Cole, Roger Strong, who sold that title. Keith Lee, who sold that title. Uh, Leon Ruff, who's fucking good as a champion. I loved him. Johnny Gargano, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. He got a, he got a lot of, uh, as they say, a lot of shoes to fill, man. He's been holding that shit down, man. So, no fault of his. Uh, nothing but great things to say as far as him being champion. Um, did I think for a moment that Tyler Bate was going to end up catching the W? Yes, I did. I mean, I've, I've been waiting on something for Tyler Bate to break through since he left the UK. You know what I mean? So, I've been waiting on that shit. But, uh yeah, it's it's actually turned out to be very, very good. Uh, very good for Wesley. Very great match. Um, I wouldn't change it for the world. 
also to to go ahead and with the Braun Breaker versus Melo. I really hope that was his swan song, Braun Breaker. I hope he's done with NXT. I hope he's off to the main roster. I need Melo to hold it down without Braun being in the picture. That's going to be the true testament because they put Braun Breaker as the face for the longest, even though we knew Melo was the guy. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, like I said, I'm glad that Melo came out on top. But, you know, I mean, right now it's his time to hold down the hold down the brand, hold down the label. You know, he's going to have to be the guy in front right now. So, you know, good match. But now it's, 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 it's definitely it's definitely Melo's time. It's Melo's time. And I hope to see Braun Breaker on Raw or SmackDown, depending on who signs him first. Um, but definitely those two matches. Uh El Cheech. Yes, sir. So the two matches that stood out from NXT, we just mentioned it, Which was mm-hmm. we mentioned the North American triple threat match with Wesley, uh, of course, Tyler Bate. And um, damn, that's bad. I just had to fucking... That's bad. That's, that's when you know you watch way too much of this shit because you are trying to remember everything at once. Uh, but, no, you had um, Wesley, fucking Tyler Bate, and um, I, I, and Joe Gacy. And I was saying that for a moment, I thought that Tyler Bate was going to walk on on top. Did you have any other person winning that match besides Wesley? Um, to be honest, <clears throat> I didn't get to watch that match, but um, you know, going forward, I didn't see um, uh, what the fuck the other guy name that you said? Tyler, Tyler. Yeah, Bay. That, yeah, I didn't see Tyler Bay winning. You know, but I, I, I was kind of leaning towards Joe Gacy just to like switch it up because Homeboy had that belt for quite a, quite a bit. Yeah, he's the longest reigning North American champion. Yeah, man. Who would have thought that he was gonna? Even though he, you know, at one point he was a singles, you know, um, wrestler, but I never thought that in this system he was gonna. Grow, grow, or at least given the opportunity that he had been given. Me neither, man. Me neither. Um, and then the other thing that we were talking about was Braun versus Melo. Um, did you see? Did you did you think Braun was going to retain that match? I mean, did you think Braun was going to win? Uh, no. I I thought that you know I mean, God. some fucker was going to happen because it's like. What's the point? You know what I'm saying? And um, wasn't they in uh, Melo's hometown? Yes, they were. Yeah, so, you know, even though, you know, by nature, they they don't tend to win when you're in your hometown. No, ex Bret Hart. Yeah, so, you know, I think, like, like Braun need to, to me, first of all, the one thing that they need to change in that kid is the name. Just go with the Steiner. It was just that, Steiner. You know what I mean? And change that and, 
give them a mouthpiece. You know what I mean? And um, who could it be? I don't know. But, you know what I mean? He needs somebody to speak for him. Be a machine. But so far, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Now I was going to say, you're right about the name no, change, no, no. man. Good, man. They, they do need oh, to yeah. change his name to Steiner, and they also need to give him his name Bronson back, like his actual first name, because he's not draining threes on a court, so he does not need to be using the name Bron. So he needs to go back to Bronson. Bron is LeBron James. Oh. Everybody knows that. So LeBron, Bron, Bronson Steiner, Bron. It just, it just never resonated with me. I just thought the whole gimmick when he came in was kind of corny because – He's wearing kind of like his dad's, like, tights that his dad wore, but, you know, he talks more like his uncle. I mean, he needs to get that little blonde stripe down the middle, too, pretty soon and make it real because he already barks like him, like his dad, and he starts yelling, and I'm waiting for him to say, holler if you hear me type shit, too, but uh, he, he he needs to be straight. He, the whole nice guy thing was never him. And Mello, I mean, the guy's going to heights, and I'm glad it finally happened. Originally, my pick to get that title was the guy that's on the main roster right now, and that was Santos Escobar, but they seem different for him. He's still doing tag team shit. But, uh, yeah, long live uh, Mello. Yes, sir. Now, let's go ahead and get to AEW's uh, Double or Nothing Listen, y'all, there's a lot of matches on here. It's about 90,000 matches, you know, AEW pay-per-view. So, of course, we're going to talk about the two that stuck out. I'll run through everything real quick. You had, in no particular order, the uh, the four pillars match for the championship. You had, of course, Derby Allen, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, and uh, MJF. MJF retained, of course. You had Anarchy in Arena, the Elite, going up against Blackpool Comeback Club. Uh, listen, if you watch, you know what happened. I'll go ahead and let you know. Spoiler alert. Uh, Comeback Club wins. Uh, you also had inside that, on that card, you had uh, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. Tony Storm comes out as on top, new AEW Women's Champion. You had the Tag Team Championship match, FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. FTR retains a 21 Blackjack Battle Royal. I'm not going to mention everybody was inside that match. Just know that uh, the, inter the international champion, former Atlantic champion, uh, Orange Cassidy walked out on top. Ladder match for the TNT Championship. Uh, Warlow walks out on top uh, versus Kristen Cage. The TBS Championship match, Ty Valkyrie versus Jay Cargill. Jay walks, yeah, let's talk Jay about walks that out on one. top. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Listen, it's still too soon. It's too soon. Jay comes out on top. Um, she opened up her mouth, asked for another challenger. Lo and behold, Chris Statlander comes out, and Jade is now 60 and one, no longer the TBS champion. Uh, Tony Khan, you can kiss my ass for that. We'll Match of the night. Later. Hey, bro, listen. I think this is kind of personal for you, but I, you know it is what it is. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you had the uh, you had the trios match, uh, House of Black retained. Then you had uh, Sausage match between Cole and Jericho. We all know how that went. Um, 
a very slow, slow match. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Uh, but we'll talk about that as well. We know we know who the winner was for that one. Let's go ahead and say it all at the same time. Uh, it definitely wasn't definitely wasn't your guy. Definitely wasn't my guy. So um, did not like that match whatsoever. But it is what it is. Too slow. Way too slow for my liking. Like slow as fuck. Like playing Nintendo 64 slow. Um, waiting to see if your shit gonna load up slow. Type shit. That was a slow ass match. Don't know how else to put that. But Adam Cole came out on top. Uh, also, I think I mentioned it already. Yeah, I did. Oh, you had the buy-in. Yet the Hardy Boys going up against Ethan Page. Yeah, Hardy Boys and Hook going against Ethan Page and the Guns. Um, that was in the buy-in. That was in the buy-in, and I'm glad the it YouTube was. shit. I'm wow. glad it was. Um, I don't know how to put it. Jeff Hardy looked like he injured himself. Didn't look too good out there. He did not look too good out there. Just gonna put that out there. All right. So two matches that stood out. Let's talk about it. Obviously, Anarchy and Arena being one. Uh, what would be the other match? Are we going with the uh, the Four Pillars match, the Fatal Four Way? I mean, yeah, MJF. He's like probably the best heel in the wrestling industry today. He does some sneaky shit. I mean, he's the kind of guy that'll like wait till you turn around and take a shot at you. He does everything. I mean, he he literally is probably the best bad guy on TV today. I mean, it, he there, won the match no with a simple maneuver. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he did some really fucking funny shit in that match. And he played his as you know who he is. Like he really brings, you know the asshole side of heels to life. Like, I mean, this is shit that I haven't seen probably since like I was a kid. Like he really takes it to the, to another level. He's cocky. He's great on the microphone and the guy knows how to wrestle too. He's a, um, one of the top guys that I enjoy watching on TV during the week. Word. A generational and, uh, talent. I mean, even though, fond of the results of this match. I, I personally don't think that there was anybody in Jay Cargill's league to take that title off of her, so I, I don't Chris Atlander. I mean, don't. I'm not taking anything away from her. She's a great wrestler. That was the match of the night. As to being the, her opponent, like her second opponent, I mean, I, I just didn't like it. I think they're like, similar to her stature, like, kind of like got that bodybuilder athletic physique, which I said it I think I said it a while ago. Um, if they're going to do an interpromotional thing, they should have her go against uh, Power because they both got like the same athletic body. They both got muscle, and I think they would put put on a killer but, match together. No, that match will be the shits if they'll f- f- wrestle. They actually did justice, you know, for act. You know, even though come on, Taya Valkyrie. You know what I mean? Like, you lost to her once, and then you go to a pay-per-view and lose to her again. You know what I mean? I think if there was anybody to take the belt, if you was going to do that, you should have put it on Tyre. You know what I mean? Because Tyre would have run with it or whatever. Jay Cargill needs to re- get repackaged. 
go away and come back when she learned more moves because they botched this trying to be Goldberg-ish, you know. Her as a female, you know what I mean, she, you know, got fraternity, you know what I mean, roots, you know what I mean, good-looking, eye candy, but um, they didn't do her right by the way that she was bu being booked because she was wrestling a bunch of nobodies. Nobodies. And Chris Statlander, was she the right person? Absolutely not. But something had to shake because, to be honest, that whole pay-per-view was basura. Yeah. I said like 90% of the wrestling that was on this week or past weekend was basura. There was only like 10% like between all the shows like that. I No, Nido's champion was popping. You know what I mean? I Just with like the atmosphere. But think about it. Being a show that was overseas, you know, it wasn't no crown jewel or nothing. It was actually one of the pay-per-views, you know, Night of Champions. So, you know what I mean? I think they're going to go with that theme, you know, going to different places of the world with pay-per-views. You know what I mean? So give it the little spice, the own little spice. You know what I mean? I only like two matches on that pay-per-view. And, I mean, we talked about it earlier. It was the first one and the last one. Everything in the middle just didn't feel like it was pay-per-view worthy to me. Like, I mean, the Cody and Brock shit, I mean, that was predictable because they're going to, they're going to bring Cody back. Like he's, he's like, uh, he's never says he's just going to keep scratching and clawing until he gets to that level. But I don't even think they give him the Dusty Rose treatment. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, uh, predictable because a lot of people wanted him to win at WrestleMania. But then again, where do you go from there? So, but, you know what I mean? The way it finished, like, the call, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to, they're working on him. It's just like, like, long-term storytelling, you know? And he hasn't disappointed. You hear people sh chanting Cody's name, the kids staying after to get the belt signed and all that stuff. That's when you see ev everything is working, you know what I mean? And we won't see till later on what will happen, but the worst thing they could have did was introduce another belt that is meaningless, unfortunately. To remind yeah. you of when they're chanting Cody in the crowds because they're like, Cody, Cody. It reminds me of Rocky, Rocky. It's just got that same, like, I'm going to be the number one face of the company. I mean, even though there are other big names that, you know, wrestle on the same <laughs> show he does, but I just, I just next star, like, Rock did. Yeah, I mean, he, he got there. He know how to work the, the crowd. You know what I mean? He gets on the mic. He know, you know, what to say, pretty much. He won't go and shout out the big, you know, cities. You know, he goes, you know, he mentions the small cities. So that's kind of like people could relate to that. And that's a lot what wrestling is all about when you're a fan. It's because you could relate. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people, maybe with the soup, you know what I mean? But then it's like he's presenting himself as a star. Definitely that. Nope. Nobody's expecting Because that's fucking possible. There's no way. But all his job is to do is to make himself, like, as another man of the Rhodes family, even though his last name's Runnels, um, he's just going to make his own, like, legacy. Trying to look to his dad or anybody else. 
a future for Cody. And that's all he can do. Talent, I was worried when he was coming back, like they were just going to like fuck up his turn and he was going to be like, but I'm glad that, you know, he's getting some creative freedom because you can tell like he's, he's, he's just a naturally uh, wrestler. He knows where he needs to be. He knows how he wants to see himself in the ring. And if he watches his shit back, which I'm sure a lot of these guys and uh, women do, um, he's definitely just bringing what he the first time around, but he never got the chance to. And then he said, fuck that. I'm going back to where I belong. His character to a whole nother level. Yeah, you got to love it, man. You got to love it. Well, we did something that we haven't done in a while. We was able to go through four premium live events in less than two hours. So I'm with it. Definitely with it. Uh, I'm looking at my Gucci. It's about that time. Um, what you think, Cheech? You're taking them home, son. It's about that time. Yeah, it's about that time. Look, definitely want to thank y'all for tuning in, listening, uh, you know, doing what y'all do. Uh, listen, of course, like I always tell you, we're going to leave y'all with a couple PSAs. First PSA, look, too much negativity can have you unbalanced mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Do me a favor. Spread more positive vibes. It takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down. Think about the logic inside that message. It could be as easy as giving someone a compliment, doing a good gesture, going to what I'm new with that net, purchasing that what a uh that uh positive eyes apparel uh at the Marshall Mike store or at watermaneuver.net. You ain't gotta get a few get it for somebody who may be going through something. Maybe looking down at that t-shirt can be a constant reminder that life is not as always bad. Maybe the glass is halfway full, not halfway empty. Or maybe for the first time you actually make it through traffic without being caught up inside that damn merge traffic that they got to put all the cones and put everybody all the way to the right or just maybe just maybe you looked at your phone and you looked at your app and it said if you buy something on uber eats we'll give you the other thing for a dollar or for free and also listen all type of viral infections out there whether it be the flu the cold uh covet you name it monkey pops the best way to combat all of these diseases viral infections Starts off with cleaning us, people. Uh, we're gonna need you to do a couple things wash your hands, but most importantly, wash your ass. Casanova, tell her what they gotta use use soap and plenty of it. Yes, yes, LT. Tell them, Cheech, what do you gotta do? Oh, um, I dozed off. Whoa, 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 from face to ass. Now that's the face. <laughs> <laughs>